Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. Well, Easter is approaching, so I thought it might be appropriate for me to ask you all a question this morning, and that is, how many of you have been crucified? All right. (laughs) I think maybe the greatest gift that Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of the Worldwide Unity Movement today, left us was an understanding of the metaphysical symbolism and significance of the life and the teaching and the ministry of Jesus Christ. Because somewhere along the way, if you were here, in fact, last week, you heard Reverend Bill Cameron talk about what happened to the story of the life and teaching of Jesus in terms of its being turned into an organized religion for the purposes of gaining control and manipulation over individuals like you and me. But the reality is, if you go to what we in Unity would call the red-letter edition, if you actually look at what Jesus did and what he said, you will find that he left you a great gift, as every great spiritual avatar leaves the world. And that gift is the understanding that his life and teaching and ministry is symbolic of experiences that you and I are going through every single day. So as we approach Easter Sunday, I encourage you to begin the process or or recreate once again the process of looking very carefully at this man's life and seeing how it relates to your own life so that you can learn some of the highest responses to the challenges, the tribulations, and the victories and the joys that life may bring your way. Given that, let me suggest to you this morning that crucifixion is actually an experience that is ongoing and showing up in your life and in my life all the time. It's my premise that not only has everybody in this room been crucified at one point or another in their life experience, but that in fact we are crucified even in this very moment, though we may not be consciously aware of it. How does crucifixion show up in our world? Well, let me just give you some examples, and there are so many. Divorce, separation, loss of a loved one, termination of employment, Severe or terminal diagnosis, betrayal, abandonment, failed expectations, a move to a new location that wasn't anticipated, financial challenges, inharmonious relationships. My friends, you might have not actually been hanging on a cross, but I guarantee you there have been experiences that have come into your world and come into my world where I felt as though I was. Because the pain ran so deep and the difficulty was so great that I wasn't sure I would survive it. I never believed for a moment oftentimes that there would be yet another chapter of my existence to unfold that would find me arriving at a higher level because of that crucifixion, because of that dark and difficult time. So now having given you that list of all the possibilities there are, and that's just a few, ways in which we may experience crucifixion, let me ask you again, how many of you have been crucified? All right. Thank you. Therefore, the Easter story is highly relevant to each 
And every one of us, it behooves us to look very carefully at how Jesus responded to this crisis in his life so that we can respond in a similar fashion in our own lives. What I'm going to ask you to do this morning is join me, and I've asked you to do this regarding many different things over the years, but this morning specifically with the subject of crucifixion, let's redefine it. Are you on board with me? Let's redefine crucifixion from an experience that is nothing but that which is wrought in fear, in pain, in challenge, and in difficulty to a prelude that is always taking us to a higher and more refined way of living. Now, you wouldn't be in this room if you hadn't lived through your crucifixions. And though it may take the passing of time after such a crucifixion, you will always arrive at a space where you can ultimately say to that experience, thank you. You can. The question is, how long will it take to get to that point of being able to recognize that even the crucifixion, even the dark and foreboding moment was actually a gift and a necessary gift to take you to a higher place? Now, I did a little bit of research on the subject. Something just spoke to me and said, you should look into what the root meaning of this word crucifixion really is. And this is very interesting, at least I thought that it was, that in the middle of that word crucifixion is a single three-letter word. Fix. Now, if you look at that word in terms of its Greek origin, it actually stands for fixation. Fixation. So crucifixion could be considered an experience whereby, just bear with me on this, we are pushed into an experience, a situation or an interaction with an individual that forces us to break our fixation on the idea of ourselves as being mere mortal human beings. Now, if you remember this, you will find that when anything akin to a crucifixion begins to come into your life, you can recognize that this is an opportunity for you to break the fixation that you have had on the world of appearances and the world of time and space and the idea of yourself as being a mere mortal human being into this new understanding, not of the self that you have created, but of the self that God has created. So every challenge, every dark and foreboding night of the soul, every difficulty that you encounter is there but for one reason, and that is to break you in your fixation on time and space and begin to move you into the recognition that you are a spiritual being and that you have spiritual attributes. And those spiritual attributes can stand in the face of any type of crucifixion that may come your way. You see that this is what Jesus Christ on some level must have understood that we would not have the glorious nature of Easter morning if we did not have that experience of the crucifixion. You cannot rise up into a new state of consciousness until you break your fixation and your attachment to the state of consciousness that has been holding you back from a full and total understanding of yourself as a spiritual being. So every crucifixion is there for the purpose of breaking the spell of thinking of ourselves as mere mortal beings and moving into the understanding, the definition that was created by God, the crossing out of 
all of our fixations with our identity as human beings so that we can rise up in glory. And you may say, well, what causes a crucifixion? And this is important, too, because right now we are all going through some type of crucifixion. You may not even be conscious of it, but I guarantee you there is something going on inside of you. And that is your opportunity to understand what it is that causes these kinds of experiences to come into our lives. And I went to one of my favorite books and one of my favorite authors, uh, Reverend Robert Brummett, who wrote a book called <laughs> Finding Yourself in Transition. It's been a very busy morning <laughs> with lots of unanticipated activities. Listen to these words. The ultimate cause, and this is of crucifixion, of change, of uprooting, of anything that might be happening that you're finding to be a difficult circumstance in your life. The ultimate cause is always the one presence and one power we call God, seeking to express through us more perfectly. And these words are important. It is essential that we listen to and trust this power at work in our lives, even if, the, if it feels painful or confusing at the time, for we rarely understand the reason for the changes in our lives when we are in the midst of our emotional reaction to them. Now, that's kind of a shocking statement because what I just told you is that it is the one presence and the one power of God that brings to you the experience of crucifixion. How you interpret that and what you do with the crucifixion is up to you. How you choose to make the difficult or challenging experience into something that builds you into a greater person is up to you. That's your choice. But the opportunity is always there. It's about redefining your crucifixions from believing that they are curses and that they are nothing uh, productive into recognizing they are the means by which you expand your spiritual nature. They are the means through which you remember who you are. The next question may be, how do I cope with the experience of crucifixion? And this is a really important um, recipe that I'm about to give you. It begins with a simple act, but not an easy act. And I can give it to you in two words. Fear not. If you truly redefined your crucifixion as a blessing, as an opportunity, you would recognize there is nothing to fear in that situation with you. God is still with you in the situation. The circumstances are paving the way for your opportunity into some new and greater way of living. But it's still difficult because what the crucifixion is doing is it is bringing up the hidden pockets and places within your own unconscious mind, your own unconscious self, so that you can see them clearly and release them back into the nothingness from which they came. But as long as you believe there is something to fear in the crucifixion, there will be something to fear. It is only in that moment when you recognize, this is my moment for liberation. This is my moment to break free. This is my opportunity made by God expressly for me to be able to take that next step. Fear not. And of course, hand in hand with that, trust God. So the moment that that screen shows up in your world and it seems so foreboding, so frightening, is the same moment you say, I place my trust in God. I do not place my trust in people, situations, and circumstances of this round world. Then you say, and this can be a bear when you're actually on the cross, my friends, 
This has come to bless me. This has come to bless me. Will you say that with me? This has come to bless me. Now, you have to get that down into the feeling level of your being, my friends, because it's difficult to face those situations that bring crucifixion into your life and really see them for the blessing that they are. Then ask for help. Ask God. Ask other people, individuals. Ask for help. You don't have to take this journey by yourself, and I would discourage you from even trying to do so. You ask for help, and how do you do that? You do that through quietness, through prayer, through meditation, through closing out the external clamor of time and space and saying, I'm going to rest in the presence of God for a moment such that it fills my consciousness and I realize even in this difficult, challenging situation, the presence of God is. Don't try to rush through it. And that's difficult too because when the crucifixion shows up, the first thing we want to do is leave town, right? Don't do that. Recognize that along with this being a tailor-made experience, such also is the timing of it, that it is coming to your life and that as you move through it, you will be given the cues and you will be guided in your steps to make it through to the other side. Actually, the crucifixion, my friends, is a very rich experience if you can lose the fear and trust in God you'll begin to find that it is filled with gems with opportunities to break you free from things that oftentimes have been holding you back for a lifetime. In the book Lessons in Truth, which we've been studying in our Monday night uh, Mystical Minds class together, Emily Cady talks about a process called chemicalization. We don't talk about that a lot in Unity anymore, but that is the natural result of trying to place a new idea or understanding into your awareness and the resistance that is often created by the old understanding. And with regard to that process, which is a crucifixion process in itself, she says this, there is nothing to fear, absolutely nothing to fear. Perfect love reigns and all is good. And then, peace, be still. That's the affirmation that has to come not only from your mind and your words, but from the very depths of your heart. My friends, there is nothing to fear. This is the fundamental principle of the unity way of life. One presence, one power, one truth, one light, one love. There is no fear. There is nothing to fear. And whatever it is that seems fearful to you is there but for the purpose of you being able to disarm it by removing your investment in it. And every time that you remember to do that, you actually will find yourself moving through the crucifixion process just that much faster, that much deeper, and that much more even effectively. Because that's what we want, my friends. As odd as it may sound, we want effective crucifixions. So that why? We don't have to go through them again. We can recognize, all right, I'm going to take this and I'm going to, I'm going to get everything I can from this experience so that I truly am liberated and so that those fearful places and spaces in my own consciousness never have to be wrestled with again. How many people in this room would love to be free of their investment in the erroneous concept and belief of fear? How many of you want to be victorious? How many of you can really understand that that's the reason for the season of this Easter holiday? 
to get you and I to realize through the life, through the teaching, through the ministry of Jesus Christ, that we are not chains to mortality. We are not chains to lack and limitation in any way or in any form. We are created in the image and likeness of God, and that makes us free. No matter what you are facing in this moment today or whatever comes upon your path as the future unfolds in your life, remember it is here to take you to a better place. It is here to offer you a better and more beautiful life. You have to know this. You have to believe it. You have to convince yourself. Did you know you're the toughest person in the world to convince? You think the toughest people in the world to convince are those outside of you. Not so. You're the toughest one for you to convince. You're the toughest one for you to convince that your old ideas are not serving you anymore and that there's a new and different way of doing this. Finally, then, from believing it, you act it. You actually enact it in your life experience. And as you face the crucifixion, whatever it may be, and you then experience it. You experience the new, the better, the greater portion of life. Remember this, my friends, whatever you may walk through, you are never walking alone, and you are always walking into a place, into a way of life, a way of being that is higher, deeper, richer, and always better. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay, a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste.